Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel, lady the ESPN app, ESPNU. You can download the podcast. You can listen on your smart speakers. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And join now by Mike Greenberg. Hello, fellas. Completely unfamiliar with this format, this time <laughs> slot, this network, and everything. Yeah, this is an hour earlier than I'm used to these days. Back in the old <laughs> days, uh, we would already be lubed up and ready to go. So, um, first of all, Greeny, as you can see, there's a suitcase full of cash here. I know. I, I know you guys are giving away all this money. I, I have entered multiple times, and somehow I seem never. I continue never to win. Yeah, well, listen, not even a text back. No, someone I, wins. Yeah. I think I think you, we could all be arrested if you won somehow. You know, I don't think <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> It'd be questionable. So, Mike, you are sitting here yeah. with us today because you. I think it's fair to say you're a Jets super fan, right? Like you're a famous Jets fan. You're famously a Jets fan. Yes. You're I'm, I'm, I'm openly. A, I'm openly a Jet fan. What's that? Yeah. You and Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary yeah. and Adam Sandler and Larry David and I mean there yeah. were quite a few other. Uh, jet fans who are who make no secret of it, and I am one of us. Yes. Mm. So, you seem to have everything you need on this team, except a quarterback. You drafted third overall and second overall, and passed up on a lot of good names. And here is Robert Sala, the head coach of your beloved New York Jets, yesterday at a press conference, talking about whether or not he's going to commit to your quarterback, Zach Wilson. I'm going to get to the tape and just evaluate everything, and uh, I'll leave it at that. We're keeping everything on the table over the next couple of days. So you're you're not committing to Zach as your starter for Sunday? Not right now, not until I'm done evaluating everything. That's the the first time you suggested that, left it open a little bit, or I think it was about three weeks ago where you said he your starter for the remainder of the season, barring injury, um, has changed. You know, you just you. I've got to be able to sit back. I think we all got to be able to sit back and just look at what's best for this organization um, and this team. Mike, your thoughts. So the only way I could interpret that, it, and um, because I live in the minutia of all of this, he, he was almost two hours late for his media availability yesterday, which he almost never is, according to the people who he covered meaning the team. who? Sala. And I have to believe that that is because there were extensive conversations going on about this decision, which is a franchise-shaping decision. And the only way I can interpret it, and I and – I, because we have already established my credentials as a fan, sometimes I think people are mistakenly of the opinion that I'm an insider. I don't talk to anyone. I don't know any more than any other fan does except that I read literally everything that is t- or written and tweeted about them. The only assumption I can make, Max, is that there, it, the locker room is in a place now that is so bad that Sal- I think Salah's initial inclination clearly was we've got to ride this out. Here, here's the most important thing. I, I'm talking around the, the point. We cannot get to the end of this season not knowing if Zach Wilson is going to be your quarterback or not. That's the worst-case scenario because the roster is so loaded, as you just pointed out, and a year from now those guys will have a year under their belts. This is a team that could compete for the division, could compete for a deep playoff run next year. Super Bowl. Uh, perhaps even a Super Bowl next year. I can't even bring myself to say the words, but yes. If, if Zach Wilson isn't going to be the guy, this requires an aggressive Move. This, this, this is not, we're not talking about bringing in someone to compete with him. You're talking about moving on and going after, I'm just going to throw names out there. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, whoever the disgruntled quarterback who wants a new team is this coming offseason. I would not be in favor of drafting one. Again, we've done that a lot lately. It hasn't worked out so well. So go out and get like a veteran who, who just you step into like a tailor-made situation. The Jets are that. 
They have to know by the end of the season if that's going to be the case or not. You can't find that out without playing Zach Wilson. So I have to believe that what they want in their hearts of hearts by they, I mean the coaches and the organization, is to play Zach Wilson. And I have to believe that the reason this was delayed yesterday and the reason that Salah for the first time is uh, not committing is that he has he has come to recognize that the, his locker room would be in total turmoil. There would be a revolt bordering on mutiny because I think the team is so disgusted with the kid, with his play, and more importantly with his attitude. That That is mm-hmm. an assumption that I'm making from the outside. Well, I would say you probably are not making the wrong assumption, Greeny. I think that you're right there where the locker room's an issue, but it, and they also have to look, and I said this yesterday, they have to look forward and not backwards with him, right? They got to make a decision on what they want to do. But in order to make that decision and, and do this process is if you, you've got to kind of let him fail. You can't just one game snatch the carpet from underneath them you go into the Chicago game, you see where it's at, you take the temperature, and let's see what happens. And you have Joe Flacco ready to go. Because if you decide that I'm going to bench him right now, you're going to lose him completely. Unless you made your mind up as a as a coaching staff in the front office that no matter what, we're moving on from him at the end of the season, you don't bench him right now because you'll never get him back. He's too young and too fragile this is not a veteran quarterback. This is a kid that five, six years ago he was at a high school prom. Mm-hmm. So you got to handle him a little delicate into such due time. Now you say, well, they're going to waste the season. They're not going to the Super Bowl with him this year anyway. So let's see where things go. And like you said, get ready for next year with one of these veteran Aaron Rodgers, Carr, Daniel Jones-type quarterbacks. I agree. I absolutely completely agree with everything you just said. Sitting where I'm sitting – that's what I would do. The thing, though, Key, and you would know this obviously a thousand times better than I would and J.U. as well, is is there a point at which Robert Sala has to weigh the damage that will be done inside his own building amongst the other 52 players on that team? Did he get the, the feedback, you know, be it some of it in, in direct and some of it indirect, from the moment the game ended until he met with the media yesterday, Coach, you can't put that kid out there again. We cannot play with him. We cannot play for him. You will lose too many but, people in this room. That, that has it. to be the reason that he didn't do it, Key. But think about it, though, Greeny. Two weeks ago, they beat the Buffalo Bills, and he was the quarterback. Yes. I, no, I'm with you. Right? So yeah, it's like – You and I agree. We're on the same page. You know, Five days ago – what is today? Tuesday. Three days ago – if you had said to me, hey, do you think the conversation this week is going to be should the Jets bench you're Zach crazy. Wilson, yeah. I would have said you're out of your mind. We don't know that everything has been great about Zach Wilson in the locker room, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, just to throw it out there, like, sometimes things fester. Yeah. And sometimes it takes a moment where it actually explodes, and it becomes a bigger thing. Look, so Jay, I think this chemistry thing within the locker room is way bigger than what people are giving it credit for. No, I, I, I mean, I think I'm, I don't know how much more credit you could no, be no, giving it I, than I'm giving it. Page, Here's but. what I will tell you. So I do the draft now for ESPN. The draft in which Zach and all those quarterbacks went in the first round was my first one. So I've never, I've never in my life prepared for anything as much as, remember when we took the SAT, Max? That's what, that's what Max and I were doing while you guys were off being great athletes. You know, you study and you study and you study. That's how I handled that first draft. And Zach Wilson was the second pick. And there were the whispers about the attitude problem. I mean, that, that was out there and, and amongst people. That was the question mark on him. The talent was unquestioned. 
The questions were the attitude. He wasn't a captain in college. That's a red flag immediately. Major. They were all of these questions about is the attitude entitled, all that kind of stuff. And that that that's out there. Now, that red flags far more significant than that have been attached to players who've gone on to Hall of Fame careers. But this was the concern. So to your point, Jay, that maybe there have already been problems that have been kept under wraps uh, with him in the locker room. That certainly feels like a possibility. Mike, you said the talent was unquestioned, and I, I thought so. I thought well, they're going to draft him instead of Justin Fields. Are they crazy? Mm. Then I watched YouTube. I didn't watch BYU games, right? So right. I watched YouTube. I'm like, oh my god, I see what they're saying. Then Mina Kimes, I'm yelling this on first take. No, they should take that. Then Mina Kimes uh, comes on, and she's like, uh, Max, look at the offensive line at BYU. I'm not paying attention to BYU, right? Mm-hmm. Uh oh, Mina's right. I went back and looked. He has a lot of time. So when you say the talent's unquestioned at the college level, fine. And you know he's better than Steve Young, like all this stuff out of the, you. You heard alums say alumni, but in the NFL, do you think the talent is on? Un- I understand it's it, there's a difference between saying it's above the, the the line you need to be in order to compete for you know in the playoffs. But is it like unquestioned elite talent? It doesn't seem that way. So there are two things he inarguably does very well. One of them, he has an extraordinarily strong arm. I mean, that, that's why Sunday frustrated me so much. Because if you look at Zach Wilson and Mac Jones, which of them should have no trouble or certainly far less trouble zipping the ball through a, a you know, windy day in Foxborough? You would think Zach Wilson, who has zip on the ball, unlike any quarterback I've seen on the Jets since Vinny Testaverde, um, or Mac Jones, who the knock on him is he doesn't have the arm strength. So he clearly has that. The other is he has the mobility. When you watch him back there, he runs around like a bit. Sometimes it makes you scared to death, but he is extremely mobile. He is very elusive and all that stuff. And actually, I think should run a little more than he does. One of the fears with that, obviously, is that he's small um, and you're afraid of him taking hits. So maybe you're right. He has enough talent, obviously. I mean, the arm talent, I think, is unquestioned. Um, and he has enough physical talent certainly to be good. But that's just like the ante. Like you're just getting into the game when you have those things, and I'm starting to become very worried he doesn't have any of the things that actually matter a lot more. And sometimes just because you check a box, you have arm talent, but not all arm talent is created equal. You may check a box and be above a certain line, but still not be elite because there are guys with some very big – like all that remains to be seen. Meantime, Mike – at 10 after every single hour mm-hmm. on this program, we give a winning word because the KJM 10K a day giveaway, yeah. yes, it's 10,000 a day, but it's 2,500 every hour. Right. Right? So we give a winning word, and you text this word to 777 KJM Max 10K giveaway. And apropos of nothing, the, the winning word of the hour is immature. <laughs> immature is the winning word. I-M-M-A-T-U-R-E. Text it to triple seven triple zero, and you've entered for your chance to win 2500 Mike Greenberg, we've given away $82,500 so far in a little over eight shows. Oh, what? Right. It's Not a, it's too a good bad. number, Mike. Wait, how long? I'm, I'm busy. U R E. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> the great Mike Greenberg, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate it, Mike. All right, good to see you guys. Thank you. Uh, you too, as always. When you hear the winning word, you text the triple seven triple zero and enter for your chance to win. We're going to do it every weekday from now until the end of the show, December 7th. No purchase necessary. Ends December 7th, 2022. See complete official rules at ESPNRadio.com. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max back after this. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. 
tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Snap back to Prescott. He's got a lot of time. Deep down the right side. Oh, it's caught at the 45. Uh, they, should turn, they should turn on the tape and uh, check him out. 68 to Tony Pollard on third and 15. Good night, Nurse. A night where we didn't play well in uh, any phase of our football team. Didn't coach well enough. Didn't play well enough. Not good enough tonight. Got to play better. Now we lost as a team and we got to bounce back. What I see out here right now is the team that you can go get a Super Bowl with. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We are joined now by Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider. We're coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Max. So uh, Your you guy looked good last night, by the way, Garoppolo. He looked good. Four yeah, touchdown passes. Yeah, better than usual. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, if they run into Arizona in the playoffs, they're going to be nails. Just, just, just curious, do you think they're going to go on a deep playoff run as usual with Jimmy G under center or no? I think they might, might win yeah. a playoff game or, like they usually do. Or three, You're maybe. Three? No, I can't remember last time they won three. Well, they won two. They won two. They, won, they, they were in the NFC Championship game and in the Super Bowl. They won two. I believe he threw a combined 25 passes in those two games. I remember, games. He he did. I remember where they were, better. though. I think so. Ah, Eagles and Cowboys better. I'll tell you what, he looked good last night. Real good. Yeah. yeah. I, honestly, yeah. I honestly, I, mean, I know I'm hijacking the show. I honestly think he looks like a better player this year. Like he looks yeah. like he's quicker with his decisions and all that kind of. Then, then, That's gonna be then the we're used to seeing. Dan, huh? So something. Yeah, we'll see. Though, he does Jimmy look, he G's going to look see. better. We'll see. I, I, ultimately, I think he'll probably screw it up. But I do think he's playing better. Uh, I think he looks like a like a more. I, I just think he looks sharper for whatever reason. Yeah, he, he almost threw three. He almost threw three with. picks last night. Yeah, yeah. No, no. He's he's gonna. He'll get you beat eventually, but. You know, right now he looks good. The third most successful quarterback of his era in terms of playoff runs, and you guys are, uh, you know. so arbitrary. That's not arbitrary. It's It's Brady and Mahomes and Jimmy G who make the deep runs. All right. All right, Dan, are you ready to play? Overreaction, not an overreaction. Sure. Pete's talking about Garoppolo. 
Jimmy G is the greatest quarterback who ever – okay. The Eagles offense is in trouble without Dallas Goddard. Overreaction, not an overreaction. I think it's an overreaction. And Now, I was at that game in Indianapolis on Sunday, um, and obviously they, they came as close to losing it as you can without losing. I think they've, they've hit a lull, and they have to work their way out of it. But I think they still have too much around Jalen Hurts, and he's been playing too well. I think they'll figure out a way to overcome this. Plus, Goddard is not, as I understand it, out for the year. So I think it's a short-term absence that they'll be able to weather. And again, most importantly, they did find a way to win that game. Uh, so they have time and they have a cushion with which to fix it. It's a, such an overreaction. You, you can't continue to just roll, steamroll teams every single week. You're on the road. You're in Indy. Yeah, okay, good defense, the, by the, the way. The Indianapolis Colts have a decent defense. Yeah. And they got a coach that they're playing for right now, an inspired football. I'm not worried about the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts at all. It is such a major overreaction. Dan, considering the way the Colts have looked the last two weekends, I mean, you think this is going to be uh, – you think the Eagles just win this one easily? The Colts? Yeah. What, what do you mean? Oh, no. The sorry. Colts. The Colts. The Eagles barely beat the Colts. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, 17-16. Yeah. Jay just had a brain freeze. I just had a brain freeze. Now, fast forward one week. Now, all the memories now flood yes, back into sorry. his mind. They're playing the, just Saturday almost beat them. They're yeah. playing the Packers. The I think they have a chance to the win Packers. that one easily. Yes. The Packers don't look real strong right now. Okay, thank they, you. They look I'm a little shaky. Last time an NFC East team thought short. that about the Packers. That's they true. got popped. Yeah, don't don't assume. But, no, they, they should be able to beat the Packers. I don't know about – you know, listen, they let Zach Ertz go because of Goddard. And for a young quarterback, and Jalen Hurts still a young quarterback, not having your tight end especially when he's really good, it, it makes a difference. They have to make some adjustments without yeah. him. There's no question about it. They admit that. He's a major part of their pass game and a pretty big part of their run game. I just think they have the personnel to do it. Taylor Heineke Ooh. is good enough to take the commanders to the playoffs. It's not an overreaction. They're right there Thank on you. the fringe. they got to catch cool. what, Seattle or San Francisco, somebody like that? Like They, they can do it. I don't know if they will do it, but the question is, is he good enough? And, and they, they play for him. They, they, they seem to respond when he's the quarterback. They're playing well. They're getting Chase Young back, who might be their best defensive player. Uh, yeah, they're, they're live. There's no question about it. Yeah, not, not an overreaction at all. He certainly has the team playing with him. They just look like a different team for whatever reason with this quarterback. And that's usually the way it is. A guy who's a backup comes in and everybody responds to him. Because the the guy before him just wasn't getting it done. Yeah. And like you said, Chase Young is coming back. I'm going to see what he is because the last time we saw him fully healthy, he was certainly a star on the rising. Yeah, same thing with Garoppolo. Backup comes in, the other guy wasn't getting it done, and they respond. Yourself. You couldn't help yourself, could you? You couldn't help yourself. Good. I, I teed it up. Isn't that I what clearly could not golf? help myself. Isn't that what they say in golf? I teed it up for you, you Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Heineke is not I wish I could hit the golf ball like He's that. He's 4-1, right? That defense is getting better. and. Here, I always talk about the Giants, man. Look, the, the Giants have a lot of injuries going into that yes. game against the Cowboys. Sure do. Dory Jackson's the killer. It yeah, gives the a lot Giants of might be, favor to the commander. Giants are teetering a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Right. I always thought Taylor <laughs> Heineke. I like Taylor Heineke as a backup. I think he can, he can play at starter level for a little while. He's athletic. I like him. And here's the main thing, guys. It's not just the backup. Let's call it what it is. I know no, I don't want to pile on Wentz like he has an allergic reaction to piling on guys. But the fact is. Every single team in the NFL for which Carson Wentz has been the quarterback, when he goes out or when they bench him or when he leaves, the team gets better. It's happened not once, not twice, every single time. Nick Foles, Jalen Hurts, you look at Indy right now. Without okay, He had a good year last year, but they get Matt Ryan is actually fully healthy now. All of a sudden it's different. And right now, Taylor Heineke, teams play better. Who is the 40-year-old quarterback? I'm, his name is escaping me. Um who played in the in the in the playoffs for the Eagles when Carson Wentz got hurt? 
Oh, the coach. Uh, the, the the guy, uh, he was here at ESPN, Dan. Yeah. McCown? Yeah, McCown. McCown. Yeah, Josh yeah, McCown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, they played at least as well for McCown as they did for, yeah. as they did for Carson Wentz. It's not just Heineke. It's the Wentz effect. The team responds when the dude sits. All right. And I'm not, and I'm not allergic to piling on. I pile on two every single day. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah every true. day. Yeah. Right. I, next time he doesn't want to pile on, I'll just say, pretend it's Miami, and he'll just yeah. like that. I'll pretend right it's there. Miami. Who wears the chains better, Dan? Taylor Haneke or Kirk Cousins? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely not Schefter. The Falcons will overtake the Tampa Bay Bucks and win the NFC South, Dan. Overreaction, not an overreaction. It's, I don't think it's an overreaction. I don't think they're going to do it, but the Bucks need to be careful. Like, like the Falcons are going to be this, this sort of not very good team that can find a way to win, and if the division's only going to take eight wins, you know, they, they, they could get them. So I think the Bucks need to be careful. I think the Falcons are a real wake-up call for the Bucks. I think Arthur Smith's done a heck of a job with, with really very little there, and... Um, I think I think it's entirely possible that if the Bucks don't get their act in gear, that the Falcons end up stealing that division. Overreaction, Dan. <laughs> Why? No way. Why? There's no, there's no Kyle Pitts now, uh, right? Drake really London. Anyway. These, yeah. those top guys that they drafted. And then Marcus Mariota lost me the other night when he decided to throw the ball over his head when he hit the ground. Exactly. I'm off that. That's such an overreaction. Yeah, lost me yeah. right there. That's not how they've won any games at all. That's the thing. Like, I'm just impressed that they find a way. No way know. Tom Brady his last year allows this to happen. Allows, lo- loses with, to a, a sub-500 Falcons oh, team. Can you imagine? Yeah. That's the way you go out? Yeah. I'm just saying. The total overreaction. They, they need to be careful. God, I'm just I mean, saying. Be ca- like, how, does, how, does, how is one careful? We really should win this one. I'm just saying. I was going to say let's lose this one, but we're going to win Don't it. assume you're going to coast to a division title. There's a team in there that knows how to find a way to somehow win games. <laughs> somehow, right? Like, I don't know, know. how they I don't do know. it either. I don't know. It. They're doing it, though. The Vikings aren't as good as their record. Overreaction, not an overreaction. I think it's an overreaction. I think it's very interesting. They're 8-2, and two and they've been outscored. Um, that's, that's, but I think the Cowboys had a, a fantastic day. I think the Cowboys have a great team. I, I really do. I think they're a better team than the Vikings. I'm not sure they're 37 uh, points better. But, uh, no, I, I think to over to, the Vikings had a loss coming. They had won seven in a row, all one score or less. Uh, I think they're. I think they're a good team that'll be a factor in the playoffs, and I think they're, you know, an easy division champion right now. It's not an overreaction. They'll win the division, but they'll get bounced in the first round. First round. They they, they stole against the Falcons. They they stole against the Falcons. <laughs> they, they they stole that victory in Buffalo. Right? They they weren't supposed to win that game. There's no way. Yeah, that'll never happen again. As long as we're alive, Jefferson catching the football with with fourth and eighteen, somebody on his back, and then all of a sudden a fumble at the the inch line. That it'll never happen again. Never happen again. Things happen. Yeah, I, I say overreaction. I, I just I, I I think they're good. Not not overreaction. Excuse me. It's funny. We often say sometimes lines on this show that are applicable for certain things, but not for others. To the line by Parcells, right? You're only as good as your record says you yeah. are. Yeah. So like we say that for certain teams, but then we imply that differently. With the Vikings, but the record I is absolutely apply it differently with the Vikings. One hundred. No, I'm saying yeah. The Vikings. We, the Vikings are the reason that Tom Brady will make a playoff run this year, right? Like the, the Vikings are not good. I mean, they're okay. They're fine. They, they have an explosive offense games. because they have a lot of weapons. Um, saying they're not good. No, well, the good, three teams. The three teams uh, that they played that are considered good, uh, they lost to, and I'm giving them a loss in Buffalo, even though they won. The Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Bills. I'm giving them that loss. 
giving him a loss to All right. we, we, we're, we're not even going to get to the we're not even going to get to the last one so I'm just going to answer it what are the real stand what are the Keyshawn standings I don't know it what is not an like? overreaction yeah, to say just all the wins to losses and losses to wins I'm giving them the loss <laughs> it is not an overreaction to say the Bengals are the most dangerous team in the Ooh. AFC dangerous dangerous see at them I would not an overreaction I'll play San Francisco I'll play Minnesota I don't want to play yeah because they got a puncher's chance Bengals yeah they always got a puncher's chance because they got so much offense. All right, that's yeah. Dan Graziano. Overreaction, not an overreaction. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta the world's in. biggest Jimmy G superfan, Dan yeah. Graziano. Jimmy biggest Jimmy G. I mean, calm on down order. a bit with your love for Jimmy G. It's embarrassing at a certain point. He's, he's good, but Dan, let's not go overboard. Jersey's on order. That's all I'm saying. Patrick Mahomes, by the way. He's there's good. a great quarterback. I like him. I would Me take too. him. I, I, you yes. know, we agree there. I think you can win with a guy like odds that. Odds on favorite to win NFL MVP. Yeah, he might work out, Patrick Shut Mahomes. Shut it down right now. Can anyone catch Patrick Mahomes in the MVP race? Keyshawn J. Willemax. Guys, Patrick Mahomes, who did not enter the season this way, is now the odds-on favorite to win NFL MVP. And he deserves it. He is unanimously, he's universally recognized as the front-runner at this point. He is also, I would argue, has had clearly and by far the greatest start to any quarterback's career in the history of the NFL. I don't think it's close. When you combine personal and team success, he is Dan Marino and Tom Brady rolled up into one, but better, right? Um... He is now minus 140 to win the MVP. That's against the whole field. Tua Tungavailoa is plus 500. He's in second place. Josh Allen, who entered the season as the presumptive favorite to win, he was the favorite, in fact, according to the odds, is now plus 650. And Jalen Hurts, I have plus – sorry, Josh Allen, I have plus 600, but maybe he's fallen to plus 650. Jalen Hurts also plus 650. All other players – those are the only ones with shorter than 20 to 1 odds. So here's the question, Key. MVP race over already with seven games to go. Can anyone catch Mahomes? No. Look at the – there's a Caesar Sportsbook. What is it, minus 160 plus 550? One, minus 140, yeah. 140? Like, no. He's favored against the field. Yeah. That, like, that it's – no. It's a, and I understand you want to be second. Okay, that's fine. But, no, they're not going to catch him. You look, he's going to continue to play at the level that he's playing. There's no question about it. Uh, the decisions have already been made because you cannot catch him. You're just he's so he's got to completely do a Max Kellerman and fall off the cliff, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I would say the only thing that could probably hinder him is like you know knock on wood, like some kind of injury where he doesn't play multiple multiple games. Yeah, knock wood. That doesn't right? happen. Knock on wood. Like that doesn't happen. But yeah, I think he's pretty far out in advance. I do think two is there as second. You know, same with Jalen Hurts, but. I think Tua would probably be right there a second. Here's what I think, guys. Number one, it is unlikely that he's not the MVP because he's better than everyone who ever lived, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And so, <laughs> and so at any point, st- start from a starting point with everyone at the same level. That doesn't always mean that equates to winning the but MVP. Start, the but, but, the, the but the odds are in every game he's going to be better than everyone else. And that doesn't mean he will be. It just means he's more likely to be good than anyone else. And so seven more games, he already's got a lead, me, and he's more likely me, anyway. But hold on, Keith. His, hold on one sec. We, hold on one sec. I'll say this. I disagree that no one can catch him because we know that one or two bad games, especially with recency bias, Key, if Tua lights it up, throws six touchdowns, you know, they're throwing the ball over the place, why couldn't he catch him? Max, not going to happen. Why? Just not, man. Dude, I understand the fantasy. I get it. I'm trying to look up their schedule so I could, I could answer your question mm-hmm. a little better. Because I knew what you was getting ready to try to do, but I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you help out. out. So, is he going to? 
Okay, wait. Let me find it. Wait, let me find it. Play the they Rams. got the they got the Rams. So what does that look like? <laughs> Looks like a lot of points. <laughs> a lot of points. Then they got the Bengals. What will they have to do? Shootout. A lot of points. Then they got Denver. What is that going to look like? Well, he's going to yeah, crush yeah, Denver. Yeah. Okay. Then he got the Texans. Texans. What does that look like? Ooh, ooh, pee. Then you, it's yeah. Seattle on Christmas oh, that, Eve. That's a tough one. Christmas Eve at home against Seattle tough to game. lock up home field advantage of some sort, right? Yep. Then he got Denver again. Then he got your favorite team, the Raiders. Like, All right. Can on. I say something about that, though, Key? They're going to get popped once by one of those NFC West te- uh, AFC West teams that they should beat. Either the Raiders or the Broncos out of those three games will pop them once. I'll bet you any amount of money that's not going to happen. We could bet a dinner on that one. I hey, think they're going to get popped once. Have you so, lost your mind, I, I, It's what happens the in the Bronco, NFL, though. No, no. Key, who no, played receiver no, for 11 years no. in the NFL? Me or you? Oh, you? Well, you, okay. you, are, you were the slot so, receiver. So you, the, <laughs> if, Max, if you're saying there's a glimpse of hope, like for yeah. a guy like Tua, we can go through Jalen Hurts, too. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the big-time games that Tua has on the schedule, like mm-hmm. those moments to win people yes. over, at 49ers, at Chargers, at Bills, Oof. versus Packers, Patriots. See, Key, you're right. And you're win, looking at it. to win every single game. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to get the Wait, MVP, but no, no, Jay? hold up, Key. Nah, Key, what, he you're, plays I, really well. you just pointed out the schedule to talk about how well Mahomes is going to do and how many wins they're going to have. Jay yes. points out the schedule to say you're – that's why I say you're probably right. Your overwhelming likelihood is you're right. But if they win most of those games, Jay pointed out, and they uh-huh. do it by throwing the ball all over the place, think of how impressive that's going to be when you start putting the pelts on the wall if you're Tua. It doesn't matter because he's so far and he's not going to regress. If if all of a sudden Mahomes lost two games and he threw seven interceptions in those two games and, and two rolled the table, that's something different. But that's not gonna happen. Max, you just sat here and said that he's the best quarterback yeah. that's ever lived, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Now all of a sudden the guy is gonna lose games and throw interceptions. Like, but, come on. But look, look, look. Let's say they lose to Seattle. Could happen at home. I mean, Seattle's not a bad team, and they get popped at least once. Let's say in the shootout with the Bengals, uh, he throws the interception late in the game, and Joe Burrow comes through. He gets Jamar Chase back, and he comes through, right? Like, stuff like that can happen. Then all of a sudden, we're looking, and we're like, damn, he lost to Joe Burrow. He got popped when he shouldn't have. That You know, the even if they win Seattle, it was a close game. He didn't look great. And Tua, in order to overcome the schedule, Jay points out, is – who is, by the way, leading in QBR by five points almost over Patrick Mahomes, is throwing it all over the lot. Oh, my God, QBR, blah, 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 blah. Right? Like, would, you bet your, would you bet your house that that would happen? Hell no. Okay, then. So stop playing radio. Why? Let's be real. Where are we? Let's be real here. So we can, being real can let, happen? Let's be real. It can happen. But you're asking Patrick Mahomes to not be Patrick Mahomes. It hasn't happened. That's all I'm saying. It yeah. hasn't happened. I think the odds Tua's are on good. an amazing ride right now. His ride is amazing. They should be happy in Miami and proud. All Tua fans should be elated by this. This should be your quarterback moving forward. You should extend him at the end of the year and give him a contract. He's going to be in the playoffs and fight for playoff spots over the next several years. There's no question about it. But he ain't catching Patrick Mahomes. I think you are underestimating recency bias. Like, for example, their next game against the Rams, they should win. But if he doesn't look spectacular and Tua does, already we're going to say, oh, it's closer. And then if he loses to the Bengals, which could easily happen. Like, if, if, if he comes off a loss to the Bengals and Burrow outplays him somehow, which could happen, and Tua looks good, that week I guarantee people are going to be coming in the saying o- Tua's the, the MVP. The only thing is that's quite the gauntlet for the Dolphins, man. Yeah, it's That's tough. a gauntlet. 
I mean, but that gives them the opportunity, Chargers, Jay. At Bills, I mean, three road games in a row against oh my high quality teams. Oh my All God! Do you know what I'm looking at? Teams. Key. Key. You know what I'm looking at? Best record. It's on TV right now on ESPNU. Best record in Week 12 or later of all t- in the Super Bowl era. Basically, all time starting quarterbacks. Right. So what happens from this point on? So Tom Brady was 94 and 25, a, se- a winning percentage of 790, fourth best all time. Roger Star 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 Roger Staubach, 21 and five. Pretty okay? good player, wouldn't you? 808. Say? I would say so. Jim McMahon, 17 and three. Career after week 12. These are clutch quarterbacks when, it, when the weather turns cold and you need it the most. 850 winning percentage. But the greatest of all time at 19 and 3 after week 12 or, week 12 or later is Patrick Mahomes at 864. Are you still <laughs> willing to bet your house, Max? I never was. <laughs> Key, I don't know why you think anyone can catch Mahomes. You're out of your mind. <laughs> Here's the most pass and rushing touchdowns in their first five seasons combined. Dan Marino's one, Cam Newton's two, Josh Allen's three, uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are tied at three. But I will say this: James, this James is kind of BS. This is kind of BS because How? I'll tell you why. Mahomes' first season, he didn't play, and he's like, like let's redo it and just talk about when they started because I guarantee you, no, Mahomes is in seasons. first place. His, his first five seasons as starters, right? I think it's just the first. Because this five is seasons. his sixth season. This is his sixth, yeah. No, this is yeah. yeah, this is the fifth as a starter. Yeah, but he hasn't completed yeah. this season. Yeah, but you you said, Max, it's BS because it, it he didn't play his first year, but that's only five seasons that he's played. But what I'm saying that's is not accounting for the year that he didn't play. I think it is because otherwise you'd have to just do a partial season now and you'd be comparing it to the to the full think, seasons of everyone else. No, nah, I think that I don't think that that's Well, let's ask. How did you yeah. do it, guys? I could, how did y'all do that? Who yeah, came we up could, with that? We could look that up. Mahomes stats. This is not that difficult. I've got Mahomes stats right in front of me. One, two, three. And you can count up the touchdowns. Let's see. His total touchdowns. He's got 179 touchdowns just through the air, Key. Just through the last five seasons. So, so already he's number one on the list. You understand? If you take away the first season where he didn't play, he is dusting everybody, Patrick Mahomes. So that stat is misleading because it makes it seem as though there's anyone ahead of Mahomes. He's, he's destroying everybody. It's not close. Marino, no one is close to him given the same number of starts. Well, you have him losing the MVP. But anyway, let's move along. I'm over here watching highlights. I, I, can't, believe Argent- I can't believe Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia. That's where I'm at. Wow. Messi. Tennis. Caught him on the money line, oh, Jay. Can Key's oh, USC my. Trojans get into the college football playoff if they win out? Plus, is Lane Kiffin really leaving Ole Miss for Auburn? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Keyshawn, J. Will Max, ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can hear us on the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. We're right there. Paul Feinbaum. Joins the show. Ali. Brought to you by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Paul, do you remember the name of the artists and of the track that we are presently listening to? Word up, son. <laughs> that is correct. It is Shook Ones Part 2 by Mob Deep. By the, by the time the college football season, season is truly over, Paul will know all about Prodigy and everybody, uh, you know. He'll be very into the whole Queensbridge thing. All right. Paul, does the loser of Michigan and Ohio State have a legitimate shot to make it? They do now. Uh, And thanks to what happened Saturday uh, in South Carolina with Tennessee losing, that really opened the door uh, for Southern Cal, uh, I think in particular, but also for the uh, loser of this game. So let's just play this out for a second, Max. Let's – Put Georgia in. Let's say the winner of Ohio State-Michigan goes in for the, for the sake of argument. Let's say it's Ohio State. TCU wins two more games. They're in. So now what are we down to? Uh, we're down to uh, either USC, assuming they win out, uh, or the loser of the, 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 the Ohio State-Michigan game. And I think some of it depends on who that is. If it's uh, Ohio State losing might hurt them a little bit because the game's at home. Michigan losing hurts because they lost the game and they have a poor non-conference schedule. I think I would go with Southern Cal uh, in that scenario. Now, if we see two losses, meaning uh, the, the obvious loss that we know is going to happen and TCU losing, that helps the, the loser of Michigan-Ohio State significantly. Paul, if Michigan were to find some way to, to win this game on the road in Ohio State uh, this upcoming weekend, Obviously, Ohio State would have to win then in the Big Ten Championship if those two teams were to to meet. But do you think that would keep Ohio State out of it if Michigan were to get the win? 
Yeah, I mean, they, they would they would certainly be in danger, Jay. But it, there there are fewer scenarios now than than we had a couple of days ago because of the Tennessee loss. But there's still there, there's still plenty of time for carnage. Uh, TCU has a uh, you know a neat, fairly easy game this weekend, and then the Big 12 championship game. I think Southern Cal has the most difficult route. Uh, Notre Dame, and then the the Big 12, the the Pac-12 championship game, but. The loser of that game is, is, is not done yet, though. Uh, it, but they are hurt badly because it, it's the final thing the committee sees. Uh, not, not the final thing. They'll have the Big Ten championship game. But, you know, if, if you believe this committee, and who else can we listen to because they're the ones making the rules and, and picking the teams, they make a big deal about the conference championship games. Uh, and, and it really doesn't matter what league you're in. They, they, put a, they put a tremendous weight on playing on that final weekend of the season. Mm. Paul, the, the, yeah, I was going to ask you that question, though, because when you look at if Michigan or Ohio State, whichever comes out of the Big Ten, does it? Michigan would obviously play in the Big Ten Championship. Ohio State wouldn't and vice versa. And as you said, they put such a heavy emphasis on winning the, Pac, uh, the, the championship. USC would probably win the Pac-12 championship. How could they be left out but you put in a team that – didn't win a championship, and I know they did it several years ago with Alabama. I wouldn't, uh, Key, for this reason. Uh, not only would would SC have a championship, but they would have finished very strong. Uh, Saturday night is a big game for them, and you know, six, seven, eight weeks ago, when we were writing Notre Dame off after the Marshall loss, I don't think I could have said this, but Notre Dame has recovered. Uh, and, you know, beating Notre Dame on that stage and then uh, beating presumably Oregon, which is another top 10 team, uh, that, that would really be a big deal. And I don't, I don't know what the loser uh, of Michigan-Ohio State would have to claim because uh, it's, if it's Michigan, I don't think they have anything to claim. I mean, they had a miserable non-conference schedule. And don't forget one fact that has nothing to do with the actual season, but the, the Michigan athletic director made a decision a couple of years ago, I, I think presumably to make it easier for Jim Harbaugh. Uh, he canceled games with Virginia Tech, which would not have mattered much this year. But the key game this season was going to be UCLA. And key, UCLA's had a pretty good season. Uh, beating UCLA would have been significant. Uh, instead, they have nothing on their schedule that, that really helps them. So I think Michigan would, would stay home. A team that's certainly looking to get into the Final Four, get back to national championship promise and all the things is Auburn. What are they going to do at, at the head coaching spot? Are they going to go with Lane Kiffin? As, I don't know if it's reported real, whatnot. Last night somebody reported he's going to step down from Ole Miss. You know, I text him. He texts me back with some funny stuff. But is that happening or not? Uh, that it's, there's a lot of smoke down there. Here, here's what happened for the country, the rest of the country that doesn't pay attention to Lane Kiffin tweets. Uh, a reporter in Mississippi said on Twitter that Lane Kiffin is leaving after the Egg Bowl Thursday night to go to Auburn. And Kiffin then retweeted it. Now, can you imagine anybody else in, in, in the world? Imagine Nick Saban or, or Lincoln Riley a year ago or Brian Kelly retweeting something. And then he, he came up with a uh, farcical uh, tweet about th that reporter leaving his job to go to another television station in Mississippi. So only Lane Kiffin could make his, his own possible departure a parody. The one thing he hasn't said is, I'm not going to Auburn. Uh, now, he has a big game Thursday night, so I'll give him a pass on that. But everyone at Auburn seems to believe 
Keyshawn, that they have Lane Kiffin locked down. That is Paul Feinbaum, host of the eponymous Paul Feinbaum Show. Paul, Mob Deep. Mob Deep is the name he of the said, group. He said, what's up, son? And it is not what's up, son. It is Shook Ones Shook Part Ones Part 2. two. Come on. That, he Paul Feinbaum it. on this show is going to learn all about Shook Ones Part 2 from Mob Deep. That's right. What a what an intercultural uh, experience we're having. Intercultural. Keyshawn J. Willimax. Thank you, Paul, as always. All right, Paul. Jets really a quarterback away from competing for a Super Bowl? That's coming up. Listen to Keyshawn J. Willimax live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. You are.